When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, awesomes. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. I'm your host, Meg Teets. I'm joined on this Monday, the last Monday of November, as I often am by my all-the-time husband, sometimes co-host, Kyle. Better known in some circles as the silent producer that is not silent. (laughs) Although I'm no longer a producer. Okay. Just for the record. All right. You're just along for the ride. I was fired. Uh, That's not true. (laughs) It's, well, let's, okay. It's not what you would admit to anyone publicly. Okay. But in this in the case of this week's very specific episode, yeah, genuinely, you are the producer because life has been a little gnarly. No. Gnarly? No. <laughs> gnarly. No. <laughs> life has been such that um, I'm, I have, I'm a little scattered. You've not had time to overthink the episode. That's absolutely true. I think that's the truest. I've had no time to even underthink it. It's been busy. So tell me, Meg, if that is your real name. It's sort of. Um, it's not my, I, like on my birth certificate name. It's, that's it's my chosen true. name. Well, okay. that's fine. I choose to be called Zorro. What has happened... And you just ignored that. So I appreciate just gonna let you have getting that no, no feedback <laughs> at all. What's your week? What, what has happened this week? Well, in the past week. Which was Thanksgiving week. That's what I was going to say. FTR, which is what we say for, for the record in the biz. The biz of internet lingo? I don't know. Of message board lingo from of, the early 2000s? Of my brain. <laughs> My brain, spelled M-U-H-B-R-A-N-E. Look. My brain. Yes. Speaking of, for the record, let the record show that neither you nor I are strangers of the Internet Message Board. And I'm not talking no. about a Facebook group. We're founders. I'm, In fact, we were both moderators. I've been moderators on more than one board. Oh, what a dubious task that was. I know. Hey, stranger. I want you to uphold these people to my code of ethics. <laughs> It's a whole culture. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, in the past week, in our country, and I'm sure other places, but I'm not, I'm not 100 percent certain on that. So I will There's say, there's been least, a pandemic. That's global. Okay, that's okay. ongoing. So that's more than just us. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I wouldn't sure. know. I only listen to American news. <laughs> um, Thanksgiving happened. Yes. So that was a thing. Were you thankful? 
I am thankful. Did you give it? Did you even give it? You know a what? I, okay. Can you list, just be with me in this moment? Because we didn't talk about this, but I did want to we rarely point talk. it out to you. Okay, <laughs> good. When it came time for Thanksgiving dinner, mm-hmm. which was a little bit unusual. Unusual we'll, in that it was on Thursday. No. Listen, you, she time. just jabbed me. Okay, good. In the rib. That was a silent producer. That was my bad rib. That was a producerial <laughs> nudge to the rib to focus it. <laughs> our Thanksgiving dinner was a little unusual this year. It was yeah. just our family of seven plus my mother. Mm-hmm. Now, what I did not do that is traditional at many Thanksgiving dinners is insist that everyone go around the table and say a thing yeah. you're thankful for. And then cry and vomit and then demand that you were still hungry. Yeah. Or that was We've, not Thanksgiving. That was a different life event. We have experienced many a Thanksgiving dinner where it was incumbent upon each participant yeah. to say a thing they were thankful for. But I just skipped that part. I was like, let's just eat. We're here. We did yeah. it. We made it. Let's do it. Here's the food. Shut up and eat. We've had a lot of um, external circumstances around us in the past ongoing more than a week now. Uh, medical crisis that's continuing on with uh, my dad. And, you know, the fallout from all of that, various things were happening. I will say, also, untraditional for us for Thanksgiving dinner. And we had chicken. That's what I was going to say. John Kyle, last Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving 2020, from the time we ate that dinner to this Thanksgiving, has reminded me at least once a month that for Thanksgiving this year, he wanted to have a turkey with the legs on. Yes. And in fact, in the most recent diatribe that he offered on it, I believe he said, I want a turkey. With chicken legs and yeah. chicken breasts yeah. and chicken wings. Yeah, he said all of those things. Yes. And, you know, it just wasn't the year for us to get. We don't really like turkey anyway. It's sorry, true. not sorry. It's true. And this definitely was not the year where we were going to buy a whole big turkey. So we, the thought came to me out of the blue. I remembered that when we were kids, my mom every now and again would get Cornish hens, or we used to mm-hmm. call them Cornish game hens. I guess they shortened it down I to Cornish the hens. Proper name. Okay, um, but they're they're little mini, little mini chickens. They're not literally turkeys. infant baby chickens that someone <laughs> murdered. No, and we ate them ravenously. They're meant to be small and. I was so hopeful we could find them, and we did. We did. In the freezer section mm. of Sam's. They may have been from last Thanksgiving. They probably were, or maybe even older. They were frozen so hard, <laughs> so solid, that when I went to grab them, I had one arm full of groceries. Yeah. I went to grab them with my free hand, and I couldn't, I, there was no give. I couldn't get a grip on them. Yes. I cursed, I won't lie. They were completely frozen. But we, we figured it out. We roasted those Cornish hens and and John Kyle, he was delighted. He was. Did you did you watch him eat it? I did. He, he like destroyed it. He literally put every bone yes. fragment in his mouth and <laughs> Sucked all the meat off of it. He was it. like a character from a Warner's Brothers cartoon from the 1930s. Yeah. Like, he yeah. absolutely was sucking the meat off of every bone. He has never been happier at a meal. Right. He said repeatedly, this is the best yes. Thanksgiving ever. If you've ever watched the movie, What About Bob? Yeah. <laughs> and the ridiculous dinner scene where he's like, mm, mm, 
just that was John Kyle. It was, and it was like not even a little bit of a show. No, he authentically was living his best Thanksgiving life in that yep. moment with those Cornish hens, and he even made a future tense statement that it was the best Thanksgiving like that could ever that will ever happen in his life. Yes. I was a little bit appalled by that, and I tried to challenge it. Like, what if we had you know, what if you had two Cornish game hens next year? I, I couldn't convince him. No, that there was a future that was better than today. It was such a gift to my heart and hopefully to yours too, yeah. that in the midst of all of the chaos going on, that at least one of our five kids was like, right. best Thanksgiving ever. Yep. Um, so that, but truly um, all of the things with parents and medical situations and kind of overseeing all of that. Plus, with, with no help. Right, exactly. Just us, just doing the things. And then also, well, we do have... My mom has caregivers, and they are an well, amazing source of help, yeah, but they're but not I mean, family help. Right. It's you, just us. You had to go hire them. Yes. Um, so in the midst of all of that, another ongoing saga that we are not strangers to, another plumbing predicament happened, mm. this time involving an actual what Nico likes to call a digger construction truck that does the yeah. – what are they actually called? Hmm. So that one – I don't know for the mini ones. It was like a mini excavator. It was a, well, yeah, it was an exca- excavator. It was like a mini bobcat, if anybody knows what a bobcat is. Yeah. It was it had a, a front end loader and a scoop and all the things on it. It was just the mini version. So it looked honestly a little bit comical to see a grown man sitting in it. <laughs> it, it looked like he was in an arcade game. <laughs> yeah, and it only improved the hilarity of the moment in that he didn't know entirely what he was doing, and it was so small, but the hydraulics on it were so strong that every time he worked one of the controls to make a movement, it jiggled him inside the tractor. Yeah. Yeah, that was our entertainment. That was the day before Thanksgiving, yeah. by the way. It was not cheap entertainment. Oh, no, it wasn't. So there's a huge oh. – hu- there was a huge hole in our backyard. Huge. It was big enough to bury all of the bodies that we currently have in our basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they dug up a lot of ground unnecessarily. I don't think anybody knew really what they were doing. It was like, hey, we get to play with the tractor today. So just to be clear, you guys, when we say a plumbing issue, we're not talking like, oh, we need a plumber to come out and look at this toilet or Mm -mm. anything like that. This is like the serious where you're looking, you're reading Google reviews for like, who does good work on sewer lines kind of work. Or, yeah, who can fix a disaster. Yes, so our house was built 98 years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe to the day? Probably not. No. Nope. 98 years ago. <laughs> definitely not to the day. <laughs> 1923 uh, is when it was built. And I'm guessing that's probably how old the sewer line is. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did they have indoor plumbing in the 20s? I think this was the first house with it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that history In America? Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's why we are in the historical Putnam Heights district. You just... <laughs> Look, you, it's you anybody, anybody that has like beyond third grade internet skills could probably find where we live. I think one of your listeners tried to break into your SUV the other night. That happened last week, too. Yeah. We caught somebody trying to break into a car. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, 98 years ago, this was the first house yeah, in Oklahoma the City to house, have in, It was the first flooding. house in the central portion of the not yet fully settled United States. <laughs> To have indoor plumbing. Yep. And we have the same pipes. And things happen. 
Um, sometimes it's like roots that grow into your lines. Sometimes it's like a toddler that tries to flush a sock. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But yeah, it was bad problems. And they dug up the whole backyard. And we thought they'd fixed it. And then the next morning. On Thanksgiving Day. On Thanksgiving Day. The plumbing had backed up into the basement again. Now, when you have a backup from the sewer line, and I really want people to appreciate this. I hope they're not eating their breakfast. Don't eat your breakfast right now. Put your fork down or your spoon or or your your spork. Or your breakfast burrito. If you eat with a spork, put them both down in one fatal movement. And if you're eating a breakfast burrito, you are winning in life. That's true. They are delicious. Some people call them breakfast tacos. Okay, keep going. Why would you do that? Don't do that. They're burritos. Anyway, um, if you've ever had a, a sewer line backup, understand that that's poo. Yep. Everyone's poo. <laughs> yeah, all mixed together. All mixed together. It's it's poo stew. And it's in your basement or wherever it is that it backed up. I hate poo stew. I want to delete that <laughs> from it. This episode and from existence. <laughs> from, from your life. Yes. I'd like to delete it from our life, too, because it gets worse. Or better, depending on how you judge these things. Yeah. Um, we'd had Pustu in the basement. Oh, and it's horrific. Thank God it's not a finished basement. It's a cement floor, and you can take a hose in there. Basement? Well, only it's an a, idiot. It's a disaster a minute down there. Because I can't imagine that in carpet. It was, it's horrible. Um, well, it backed up again the next morning. More poo. And don't think, oh, well, it was fresh poo. It wasn't. It's, I think, honestly, I think in some instances there's remnants of 98-year-old poo in there. I had to. I feel skeptical about that. I don't. You didn't experience what I did. With what you did. Yeah. Which you're about to tell people. But the, 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 the backup that was coming up freshly from the sewer was not the same that you had to deal with. Disagree. Okay, we'll keep going then. So, if you've ever been in, if you ever owned an old house, or really just been in an old house and actually looked, when you go into anywhere where plumbing, or for that matter, wiring, are are visible, like a basement, you begin to realize that there were a lot of DIYers over the last ninety eight years, mm-hmm. and they they weren't qualified, right? So our our basement, it's. It's like a maze of mm. pipes and yes. wiring and stuff. All of it, I'm sure, out of code, not oh, that's for distanced sure. from itself like it should be, not running at the pitch and angles and stuff. Anyway, I, I ended up kind of detectiving out where a problem may have been, and I had to unhook a couple of connections to try to get to the problem. And when I did, it dumped... I'm guessing a gallon and a half of liquid poo, tar, water, stew stuff. That's great. It's all over my arms, on my legs, soaking into my nice jeans. Mm -hmm. They weren't nice jeans. They're certainly not now. Mm -hmm. Um, It was really rough. And I don't don't do well with poo. (laughs) Not even the fresh kind. Not fresh. The toddler's diaper. Right. Or even just a sweet little innocent baby whose poo doesn't stink yet. Poo. And I, I can handle the snakes for you, the mice, but poo is, it's my, it's my Achilles poo heel. I don't handle it well, but it did all that. It's pretty gross. I didn't feel awesome in the moment. Mm -mm. Um, 
I don't even know what to say now. I'm just, I'm reliving it and I'm kind of blacking out a well, little bit. Well, awesomely, we spent a lot of money for them yeah. to come fix a and supposed then problem in the backyard. And then you... Seemingly, I fixed it yeah. for the low, low cost of queasiness and <laughs> ruined jeans. <laughs> so there's that. Oh, my gosh. So we've had a time. All of that it's to say, a, now that week. we've been discussing this for 15 minutes, we've had a time. I have not had time to do the research I like to do. Well, but how would anyone know if you didn't say that? And now they know. Oh, and you, great. my friend, have thought through I have, I have some a awesomeness I have to a share. smattering of some things. Yeah. Um, over the last two weeks, and this is unique for me, I have transitioned from what is my normal evening viewing practice, which is no movies. Just watching series. Yeah. I've, all of a sudden, I find myself only watching movies. I, I've noticed this. I did not commentate yeah. on it. I figured your business is your business. I don't know. It's, it's, it's not even a conscious decision. It's just where I go. I wondered if there was a conscious decision. No. No. Now, I still, once I get sleepy, mm-hmm. I'm tired when I lay down. But it yeah. takes, you got to be sleepy before you try to go to sleep. Once I get sleepy... I'm still relying on my old mainstay of Burn Notice, which is a series. Yeah. And I throw it onto that to fall asleep, too. Mm -hmm. But I have watched, and these are all, I believe, I think all of these are available on Hulu. Um, Some of them on HBO Max and who knows where all else. But I have watched Kill Bill, Volumes 1 and 2. Not your first viewing of those. Not the first viewing of any of these. Of any of these. I've watched... The Matrix, one, two, and three. All of them? All of them. Do you remember, pause, do you remember that famously, the first, the first time that I fell asleep (laughs) in the middle of of a movie, it was either Matrix two or three, I can't remember, one of the follow-ups, we were in the actual movie theater. Yes, yes. And I fell asleep. And that was when you maybe suspected that I have a bit of a problem. Yes. Narco-sleepy. I have... There's got to be some kind of actual syndrome. For it's when- true, because we didn't even have kids to make you tired. No! I mean, I was teaching, and that was certainly a time-intensive job, but not to the point, not right. to the level of the- Public sleeping. That's a risky proposition. <laughs> Fell asleep this You're theater. lucky I was there. All that happened was your popcorn was eaten. Oh, Nobody would- groped you in your sleep. I would never. That I would admit to. Okay. <laughs> yes. I would never- Go to a movie by myself, not for any kind of social stigma or weirdness around that, simply for the reason that there is a pretty good chance I'll fall asleep and then I am vulnerable. I don't even yeah. like to sleep on planes oh, for I this do. reason. I know you do because you don't, do you don't have to worry, but I don't like to are fall asleep. Are you kidding asleep. me? What? That I don't have to worry? Yeah. What do you have to worry about? Um, I don't know if you've noticed or not. People have a hard time keeping their hands off of me, <laughs> men and women alike. It's a little disturbing, but it is the burden I bear. Okay. All right. What else did you watch? Uh, what did I say last? Matrix? Matrix yes. Um, the Bourne trilogy, mm-hmm. Identity, Supremacy, um, Ultimatum, okay. I think, or the titles, uh, Deadpool, mm-hmm. one and two. As I mentioned, Burn Notice is the fallback. Um, I watched Priest. Which okay. is a weird movie. Great. Awesome. Those are those are the main ones that come to mind. I feel like there were a few more in the mix there, but those were all watched. Now, I have a question for you. Well, wait. I Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. going to talk about... Okay. Ooh-hoo. 
Mm-hmm. What's your question? Um, obviously, when there are three, it's a trilogy. What's it called when there's two? Twilogy? No. What is it? I don't know. Duology? Duo? A pair? I don't know. And then mm. if if we have no answer to that, what is it when there's four? A qu- quadrilogy? Quadrilogy. Quadrilogy? Mm-hmm. And then quintilogy? Yep. Sextuply? Yep. That's how um, it goes. I don't know beyond that. That's, I just exhausted myself. <laughs> okay. Now, we are officially, especially if you're Catholic, you would know this. We're... It's Christmas. No, it's not. Shut up. It's Advent. Advent's the beginning of Christmas. Up. I listen. Defy you. I to say will it's Christmas. challenge both you and the Pope to a <gasps> duel. To a duel, a joust. Why would you duel the Pope? This is because I believe I could win. He's ancient. <laughs> I don't think he could even hold the pike up. It is. Advent. I'm all about only taking battles I can win. Advent is. It's. The bed sister of Christmas? Is that a word? Bed no. sister? Um, that's a weird concept. That's, you're messing you this have, all up. You have bed sisters. <laughs> you're, you're disgusting. Listen, you are going down a path. Do not double down on this. This No, is- listen, listen. I don't, and I know this will be heresy to many, and I don't care. I don't require the church to tell me what to believe in all instances. What? And what... What I what I believe, what I know in my soul, is that we are in the Christmas season. Advent, Secularly, Advent is the is the doorstep in. It is the ramp for those who can't handle steps. It is the entryway into Christmas. So we are in the Christmas season that began today oh. with the start of Advent. I don't care. I will argue with anyone. I will argue with you. Bring it on. The Put Chris- your arguing boots on. I will deboot you. Secularly, which is to say in the non-liturgical sense, yes. I am secularly liturgical. In the liturgical sense. We are in Advent. You saw Father Novak's purple robe yeah, today. I did. And he started lighting the Christmas candles. No, he didn't. <laughs> I hate you. I will murder you in your sleep. This is Advent. <laughs> Christmas season starts on Christmas Day or Midnight Mass. If or you go today. To Christmas Eve, yeah, Midnight Mass. Today, today. No, I, no, I will not sign off on this well, but that's funny because guess what's up in our living room yeah, right now it's gonna say but mm. we have made an accommodation this year that we haven't in the past we being you we have held off on decorating the tree until the beginning of christmas decorating christmas Eve, the tree getting the tree out the tree's not even supposed to go up according to your heretical beliefs until the 25th <laughs> 24th 4th is what i said but the tree is up. It's not decorated because we can't find a dang extension cord and get the lights going and all the okay. things. Yeah. So whatever. You deal You deal with your Pope. I'll deal with mine. <laughs> um, the truth is it's Christmas. Oh, my gosh. And now is the time, regardless of your faith or lack thereof, mm-hmm. that you should be scheduling, if not participating already, in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and A Christmas Story. Those two movies are critical to everyone's Christmas happiness, or Xmas, or uh, what are the other holidays um, that people celebrate? Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us. Uh, Yule. What's the, the, I can't think. 
There's other ones. There's other ones for different uh, uh, ethnic or, or origin. You might things. be thinking of Kwanzaa. It starts Kwanzaa. after Christmas. Uh, after it Christmas. starts now too. I'm just going to yeah. go ahead and put that out there. They all start now. No, <laughs> uh, I don't know what you heard before. Somebody misinformed you. They start now. Mm-hmm. So anyway, watch those two things. Also, Hanukkah starts now, but I don't know that you would want to intermingle. Well, I would never, ever cross the Jewish culture. They always win. Okay. They always win. Look right. at history. Even right. when it looks like they lost, just when you think they lost, they win. Right. I won't mess with them. And right. I do have Jewish ancestry and heritage. Yes, you do. Um, it's the only reason I'm still here. Okay. Well. And why I'm right. Well, that's debatable, but I will say that when it comes to Christmas movies, I'm doing something new this year that I have never done before, and that is watching some of the Hallmark holiday movies. Without falling asleep? Movies. Well, I've, here's what I had to do. I, ha- I had to have a strategy. So I'm going to oh, go... Oh, so you already started. So your Christmas season started before today. I know. I didn't say the oh, Christmas season hasn't that. started in the secular mm-hmm. realm. Yeah. And I'm not saying oh, secular yeah. in a derogatory way. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm saying that if you are going to say seasons as a practicing Catholic. Am I practicing? <laughs> well, you go to Mass every Sunday and receive communion. I think you are. So does at least one of our children who tries to pretend like she's <laughs> sick every Saturday night. It's just the darndest thing. Listen. I understand the liturgical seasons. I also understand what season it is. Okay. I am going to be going on a friend's podcast, Mary Carver. Mm -hmm. She's an awesome, and she's been on Sort of Awesome a couple of times. I get to go on her podcast. It's called The Couch. And during December, November, December... Um, she invites friends to watch Hallmark Holiday movies, and then we have a discussion about it. And I'm super excited about this. I don't think I got my invite. You were not invited for this one. But How dare you? If you want to watch them Maybe with Maybe she me, meant to. Um, was that invite addressed to you or yes, me? it was just me. Are you sure? I'm a thousand percent sure. It was in my email account. No, it was not. Not even a little bit. <laughs> okay, whatever. Mary, you know how to reach me. Yeah. <laughs> um, also... When I was at my parents' on Thanksgiving, staying with my mom, my mom, news oh. to me, wanted are, to watch some of these Hallmark Holiday are movies. Are you kidding me? News to you? Your mom's literally the target audience. Oh, she is. But usually she likes to watch true crime shows like I do. And Shark Week. And Shark Week. That's the other it's, big one. It's a big week. It's a big week for my mom. But while I was at... My parents' house, I was helping them by putting up their tree. AJ helped me, too. Mm. And so... At the beginning of the Christmas season? Yep. Liturgically? Uh, nope. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Hi, my name is Pot. Some people call me Kettle. Both of us are equally guilty. I'm going to murder you with ornaments while you uh, sleep. You know what? Yeah. Bring it on. I will. <laughs> it's death by ornament for you. Um... One of the Hallmark movies, Kyle, that I watched, and I'm not even kidding about this, okay? Oh, I can't wait. It's called The Nine Kittens of Christmas. Yes, it is. It was a romantic-inspired Hallmark holiday movie that involved A rom not com Yeah, they're not that funny, if yeah, I'm being honest. Not. The writing's a little iffy, but it was very cute with all the kittens. Well, it's that's interesting to consider, because basically what you've done is you have combined the Christmas season, the Hallmark movie channel, and internet cat videos. Yeah, that's true. 
It's true. And it was all like a, it was like a Thanksgiving leftovers mishmash of all of those things. Now, my so strategy- So it was a kitten turkey sandwich? That's disgusting. That's terrible. How dare you? I'm calling PETA on you. Um, now, okay. my strategy- I am the president of PETA, <laughs> no, so I'll receive the call. Um, just announce who you are, so I don't think that you're Mary inviting me onto the podcast. Okay, good. Or... We'll, we'll definitely clarify that. Okay. My strategy, as I mentioned, so that I would not fall asleep watching this movie. So I, because I, I wanted to fully engage with it, so I can take notes and have a great conversation. Take with Mary notes with for for discussing with Mary. Do you think I can remember the particulars of these movies? You just made me use profanity. Okay, I muttered profanity. Well, I don't know if the mic picked it up or not. It but... may not have, but it, whatever. The word rhymed with what I pulled out of the sewer pipes. Okay. My strategy was to do something else while I was watching this movie so that I could You fell stay. asleep. No, I didn't. This is when we were decorating the tree and doing all the fun stuff. At my mom's house. You can't watch a movie and decorate a tree. A thousand percent, yes, you can. Not outside of the Christmas season. <laughs> okay. Liturgically speaking. Not anti-liturgical. I'm telling the Pope on you. Um... I told you that is no threat. That is no threat to me. What's next on your list? Um, Christmas gift ideas. Okay. Do you have any? Not that we haven't already discussed. Well, okay. You have a list literally right in front of you. Then I don't have any ideas. I did a whole gift guide. Okay. And we we've. Am I literally bearing the entire brunt of this episode on my back? Yes! That was fully explicitly stated from the beginning. I've got nothing. You have all the the list. Maybe you said that prior to the Christmas season starting, but now that it's begun, I have no recollection of this conversation. You have Christmas amnesia. (laughs) We call it cramnesia. (laughs) (laughs) So dumb. What's what's next? Thank you. Thank you. Do you have any other compliments as I'm carrying you on my back through the finish line of this horrible episode? (laughs) Christmas gift ideas. Yes. These are geared towards what you might or might not get a male person in your life by uh, uh, biology or or. Pronoun doesn't matter. So this is part two because we have definitely. Yeah, well, yeah. Recently. I don't. I don't have a master list. I just record things as I think of them. Okay. I'd run across things because yes. you open an internet browser window and you're peppered with stuff, right? Yes. Um. Now this isn't for everyone. A sweater vest. Okay. I'll offer this, and I think this is desperately good advice. If the person you're buying for, if you've never seen them in a sweater vest, now's not the time it's to gamble. It's not the time. Ain't no. the time. No. No. But if you have seen them wear one, know that they've already, they've crossed. This is, this is, a, this is a Rubicon to cross mm-hmm. for men. This is, you're either a sweater vest guy or you're not. Not to say that you can't be one if you haven't been before. For sure. But you don't want somebody else imposing that on your life. It's a thing you've got to decide on your own. Right. So if there's somebody you know who wears a a sweater vest, there are some attractive enough looking options out there. Me personally, not a sweater vest guy yet in my life. I suffer from this issue where my torso is proportionately wider, 
and shorter than are the sizes that would fit. So any, anything that would fit me in width doesn't fit me in length. I look like I'm wearing a, a what, like a, a t-shirt dress. I don't know. Really? A man skirt thing? I don't know. Something weird. Yeah. They, they go way, way too far down. Okay. And you can't tuck these in. I mean, you can, but I wouldn't do it. So there's that, right? Um, and I, I guess that's a little bit of a theme with, with all of these. A Bluetooth speaker. Yes. Now, if your person isn't a Bluetooth speaker person or they aren't listening to stuff or whatever, it's going to be, oh, thanks, a Bluetooth speaker. I think that's a, that's a really good point to make. We, and I, I've said this so many times, people are probably rolling their eyes, but we are definitely a music family. Music, podcasts, yeah. YouTube videos, TikToks. <laughs> yeah. I like a TikTok. <laughs> but I feel like the primary. Why did I have to do weird voice for that? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the primary application for a Bluetooth speaker is if the person in your life does like music and or podcasts. Yeah. I mean, if you're. <laughs> we are stupid and. No, no. Silly. So, yes, well, we will. We're early Christmas celebrators. <laughs> Also, we're very old. <laughs> so we will definitely... I can't hear it. Where's the Bluetooth speaker? <laughs> we will definitely turn on our Bluetooth speaker when we're sitting outside it's watching. literally why we got one, because we couldn't hear the phone speakers. That's okay. It's okay. But, yeah, like, we're, there's almost always some kind of music going somewhere on some level of this yeah. house someone's singing someone's playing someone's yeah. listening sometimes when, when someone's singing you turn on the bluetooth speaker because it's not good singing <laughs> yes. and you'd like to drown it out so that's a good thing for us but yeah there are people who just genuinely don't like a lot of auditory stimulation it's true. don't get them a it's bluetooth true. speaker yeah. um we got and i'm assuming you might link to this i don't know we got a bose one yeah and, and there's a lot of mixed emotions about bose I have zero mixed emotions. Well, I love Bose. For I mean, if you're if you're the sound guy for MGM Studios, you probably recognize it's not a good value buy. Uh -huh. There's a lot better quality sounding speakers for the same price point. Okay, all that it's fine, um, but don't get all caught up in that unless that's your thing. Bose, it makes they make a great speaker. It sounds good. It solves all the problems and. If you're all caught up in that and the fact that you're probably paying a little more than what it's worth, then there's other people that offer them. There's tons of them out there. Tons. Tons. How do you feel about slippers? I don't like slippers. How about flippers? Slipper flippers? You can wear them around the house and swim in them. The toes are wet. <laughs> and snorkel. <laughs> and snorkel. <laughs> That sounds Snorkel miserable. Slippers. Here is my I want to like slippers. Every year I think, you know, I usually get some slippers. Every year I think I'm going to do it. Here's the thing. My feet get hot yeah. so fast. I can't even wear Your socks around the house. Your whole body runs at a temperature range in the okay. world of werewolfness. True story. Yeah. Last night. Yeah. We were laying in bed. Yeah. You I passed like, out. No. You touched me and I passed said, out. You said, are you doing okay? And I said, I could use a snuggle. And you were like, get over here. And well, then, that wasn't all that I said. I was like, ah, shit. Get over here. <laughs> it's okay. People have heard that word before. They're big people. Um, tell your kids I said poop. If that, if your kids are listening, don't let your kids listen to this episode. <laughs> That's a little late for that warning. No, no, it's okay. Rewind it. <laughs> Use the rewind button. 
go back in time and don't let your kids listen to this episode. Um, you obliged me, but, but as soon as I get up next to you, then. Well, you, you moved in and it was much like, uh, like a Marine crawl. It was it was a little invasive. You moved in, and as soon as you arrived up in my space, you were like, "It's cold over here," and it I was is. like, "I I can't breathe over the heat waves coming off of your body." It doesn't matter what time of year it is. It doesn't matter day or night, season of the year, liturgical season of the church calendar. Yeah, it even though matter. it is, even though it is Christmas, yeah. <laughs> you're just I'm. I want to choke you okay. when you say Do that. that. It's so incorrect. You like to be correct about everything, but for this, you are deciding to actively be incorrect? I don't understand. I just blacked out. Did you say something? Here's what we need to discuss. Why Why does my body emanate heat the way it does? Because you're a werewolf. It's the only reasonable and logical you explanation. an Irish-Scottish werewolf. I'm an Irish wolfhound. Is that? Yeah. Cute. Yeah. And it's it's just, it's the heat. It's what you do. Okay. Well, I can't wear slippers for this very reason. Okay. Because immediately my feet are so hot that I, I, that's all I can think about is how hot. Well, there's a, there's a whole world of men's slippers. Probably most men would love a a pair of slippers. I doubt that. And women would too. I doubt that. Again, I would, if you've never seen the man you're potentially buying for wearing slippers, don't presume. Mm. Ask. If you have seen them wearing them, you know you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the second addendum would be based on your climate. Okay. Pick the appropriate one. If you're in Florida, in South Florida, say, and your cold temperatures are 58 to 62 degrees, don't get a big, heavy slipper. If you're in Wisconsin, by all means, get a small parka slipper for each foot. <laughs> parka slipper. See, I want to I want to be able to wear a parka slipper, but my my body entirely, my body rejects it. Mhm. What okay. if it was a super light? What if it was almost like a ballet slipper? For me, I mean, I can't I literally cannot even oh, wear socks around the house. Garbage. You're immediately in the morning when you go in your office, your whole uniform is top, pants, and socks. Um, your feet get cold. That's incorrect. I typically wear a half shirt and a jock strap. You've not <laughs> yes. been in there often enough to experience all the glory that is me in my home office. Okay. I like to make client calls that way. It <laughs> <sure> feels <laughs> real sexy. Um, none of that's true. The next gift is and this is a broad statement ray-bans ray-ban glasses sunglasses yeah. as it were mm-hmm. um and i would stick with one of two and i think this is a universally appropriate gift yes. for actually men or women mm-hmm. um i would go with either the wayfarer or the aviator these yeah. are classic yeah glasses you can't they never go out of style mm-hmm. um this is one of my gifts for this year and i know this because we never wait until christmas to open and begin enjoying our gifts other than the fact that the christmas season has already begun and so we are already enjoying our gifts secularly um and ecumenically <laughs> okay that's fine but not liturgically well if they are different who knew i got with your assistance I trust you to tell me what you think I look attractive in. Mm-hmm. I wanted a new pair of, of, uh, 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 uh. I just went brain dead. Wayfarers. Thank you. I have a black frame pair. 
I wanted tortoise shell, but you found something better. Well, we looked at the Ray-Ban website. And believe me, it's not a small selection. <laughs> no, but we looked at the actual, what they list as tortoise shell, and it's definitely a tortoise shell, but it's a very subtle pattern. It's it's more blocky. Yeah. Not as much variance. Right. Stuff. And so as we scrolled through, we discovered they have another, what's the word? It's not shade, another choice, I guess you could say, that's called Havana Stripe. Mm-hmm. And to me, it looks like what I would consider a traditional yeah. tortoise shell. It's, it's very stunning. Yeah. You you liked it from seeing a picture. Uh, the girls have both approved, and I I trust to a small degree at least their taste. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, with the with the brown polarized brown polarized. Yeah. So you have a choice: green, brown, different shades, gray of lens. Um, I feel like polarized is the answer always. I still don't as even I, know it. As I get older, and I need this extra help of the polarization. What does polarization do? I I still don't know. It's like it blocks either it's either more of a certain spectrum of light from the sun or an additional spectrum i cannot recall it's one of the two it's more eye protection more eye protection because my eyes are sensitive your eyes are sensitive how many eye surgeries have i had zero Um, how many have you had had two thank you and i probably need another one that'll be another christmas present for another christmas season (laughs) that's right um the last thing is something that we have Call it accidentally enjoyed. Accidentally being the key word. Anybody who enjoys coffee, which if there's any listeners who don't, my heart goes out to them. <laughs> okay. I'm a little concerned for them. Uh, we got blue donor concerned for us for how much we drink coffee. Well, yeah. We've, so we've been down a path. We've been, when we've talked about this before, we've been down a coffee path in our lifetime. We, we've had percolators and, all the way through all the things. Yeah, traditional brewing. There is uh, no method we haven't press, tried. French yeah. press, Chemex, and pour overs, and mm-hmm. French presses, and all the things. Right? Yeah, we have landed at least for now. We love a mocha pot. Yes, which is without an espresso maker, it's the closest thing you're going to get to an espresso. Yes, as I understand it. Mm-hmm. In this Christmas season, <laughs> oh previously started. You thought I wasn't listening. You thought I had zoned out, were, and so you said I had you in yes mode, <laughs> and so I was just pushing through. Um, well, we've been through a few of them for various reasons. Well, usually because somebody, which has been all of us, every one of us have taken our turn, um, have started a pot and then forgotten about it and just scalded the hell out of it on the stove. <laughs> it happens. It's okay. The, the damage builds up over time. Also, yes, it it's worth noting, we do have a problem, some people might say, but we use the mocha pot like two to three, sometimes four times a day. So we yeah. really put the mocha pot through its paces. We do. I mean, there's no shame. Is that a phrase? Put and it, it through its paces? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not even dirty like you would imagine. <laughs> okay. There's no shame in using the things you buy. No, I'm not saying it's shameful. I'm just saying like we've been through a few because we use them we a use lot. Them a lot. Yes. We, we buy it to use it. It's not a decorative piece we don't put fruit in it and set it in the middle of the dining room table no but to be fair there's no candles in it seasonally appropriate for christmas which started a little while ago or any other holiday (laughs) 
<laughs> to be fair, to be fair, gathering dust in the top shelf of one of our cabinets is our AeroPress, which we yeah, it's, just hang on to and never use. It's more of a it's more of a museum piece. It's at a this museum point. piece. We just keep it like, hey kids, remember? Of course you don't. You were babies <laughs> yes. when we used that last. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so mocha pot. Mocha pot um, so anybody who's familiar with this, and I, I have no doubt many of you are, and probably more familiar with it than we are, but Bialetti was the original brand okay. forever yes. that carried the patent and made this thing. Italian company. Italian company, for sure, because Italy knows their coffee. They do. And nope, their don't. Christmas <laughs> season. <laughs> You know the Pope lives in Italy, right? <laughs> I know. Okay. Listen, he and I he and I had an exchange about this. Uh-huh. It's all good. Let me smooth things over It's here. all good. He's not going to change the liturgical garments and colors and things, but he's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's not you. That's literally what he said with an Italian accent. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Or however they say that, right? Anyway, anyway. Um Bialetti. Like Bialetti went semi out of business mm-hmm. a while back. Somebody bought them. There's still stuff, but it opened up the market to a lot of other places mimicking the product. Now, full disclosure, the the original and current things being sold under the name Bialetti, they're made out of aluminum. They kind of look like crap. Yeah, and also, didn't you get one, like an off-brand one at Restaurant Supply? I did. We've tried variations. It was the Sortaletti, I think. It was bad. Yeah. It was the worst one we've ever had. Sure. It it still made perfectly drinkable coffee. Well. Oh, you shut up. Of course it did. Okay. You drank it like it was going out of style. I drink all coffee that way, to be fair. But... But then I'll just go get a an old percolator and some U-Ban and some U-Ban coffee, U-Ban, because everybody else has already banned it. It's terrible. <laughs> um, the coffee was fine, but the actual the 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 mechanics of it, the the user experience is the what user I'm experience for. wasn't pleasant. It was it was not robust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we found, and I don't know the brand. On this one. Again, I'm assuming you'll link to it. It's in our Amazon cart. So you were gone. As we mentioned, the mayhem of the last week. You'd stayed at your mother's house Thursday night, Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving night. Yep. Um, Non-anti-post-Thanksgiving Eve? Post-Thanksgiving Eve. Just Thanksgiving. Why would it be post-Thanksgiving Eve? Thanksgiving Eve is the day before Thanksgiving. Right. And so post-Thanksgiving Eve would be the evening before the day after Thanksgiving. Or Thanksgiving Everyone knows this. Okay. Everyone knows this. Don't make it more complex than it needs to be. You're making it more complicated. It's no wonder you're so confused as to when the Christmas season starts. You can't even sort through Thanksgiving for crying out loud. And it's a whole month away. What? From the actual day of Christmas. Which is when Christmas season begins. Thank you. Well, only now, if you what happened while I was live gone. on the non-Gregorian calendar, which some do. No criticism. You're just wrong. Okay. Um, you were gone normally because of young Nico Gus. You are the first to wake up and you start a pot of coffee. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. It was on me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened, except that I do. But I'll pretend like starting out in this story, I didn't know what happened. Okay. I did the thing i grinded the coffee beans 
That is the appropriate I would language. Say, ground I them. Would say ground. I ground them. I grounded them. <laughs> you're grounded, coffee beans. We are only here for Christmas coffee beans, and you're plainly still Thanksgiving coffee beans. However, that worked out. Yeah. I did that part. I took a whole bean and made it into smaller pieces. <laughs> By hand. By hand and teeth. I used my molars. I put them in the pot. I get it all put together. I put it on the stove. Turn it on. I kind of blank out during the process. It's You're tired. You're, you're you just woke Facebook. up. No, I wasn't. I wasn't even on my phone. I just completely zombied out into the nowhereness of the dark kitchen. Because when you're gone, I don't ever turn the lights on. <laughs> Wrap a blanket around you and yes. wander around in the dark. Well, I shuffle. I shuffle. shuffle. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness Stacy was also here. At some point, many minutes in, <laughs> evidently, I hear because the pressure valve had ejected the last bit of moisture that was in the pot bottom that I failed to fill with water. Mm-hmm. Now, anybody familiar? With a mocha pot, who's done this before, would know that the little rubber seal between the two halves, when you heat the pot up without water in it, it melts. Yep. And that's what it did. So I ruined our coffee pot. Yes. Thank goodness we had a backup. Thank you, Jeffrey Bezos. Wait. Thank you, Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> well, he came in He came in clutch with the replacement. We well, do have yeah. a backup. That's how addicted to coffee we are. That's we how have much we love backup. our mocha pots. Well, we have one to make coffee for everyone yep. and one to make coffee for a smaller percentage of everyone's. <laughs> yes. The, if you will, pre-Christmas pot. Mm. I used it. So I still had coffee, but I immediately, I didn't have the wherewithal to immediately consult Jeffrey. I called him directly because. On your personal I have his line. line. It's a burner phone. I use it and we talk and then we throw Wait, them away. Wait, you have the burner phone? It is no, we both do. Every time we talk, we throw them away. One of us, we take turns. Who buys the next two? Uh-huh. The other one ships the one to the other. Yes. That's how it works. Okay. Um, so we did that. And I said, Jeff, I call him Jeff. Jeff, I burned my pot up. He's like, hey, don't worry. I've got a whole warehouse full of them and a bunch of underpaid people to get us sent out to you. A bunch of underpaid, overworked workers carrying my company on their back. Yeah. Yes. Just let me make sure it's not coming out of Great Britain because they shut down one of our distribution centers there. That was actually in the news. A little protest thing. A little extra. A little bonus extra for the awesome Mm -hmm. people out there. Uh Um, Now, I ordered another one and it's a step up. It's beautiful. It is. Instead of an aluminum clunky yeah. thing, it is a stainless steel bottom, a Pyrex, I would assume, see-through top. It's gorgeous. It's like a mocha pot and a French press had a baby, but you still, it's the, the mechanics are still mocha pot, mm-hmm. but the aesthetic is more French press, I feel like. It's really pretty. It's gorgeous. It's really it's, lovely. It's rich feeling. I never even knew this was a, an option in the world yeah. of the mocha pots. Same price range. Yeah, it is. Is what a mocha pot of its size would have been. Mm-hmm. And yeah, in, in as goofy as it sounds, things like that happen. I had a little bit of a a psychological epiphany to just recognize, I mean, it's, we've enjoyed the coffee that has come from the mocha pot or we've enjoyed the mocha that's come from the coffee pot or I don't know the, we've enjoyed the Christmas drink all year round, whatever it is we did. We've never really enjoyed the pot. It's ugly. 
it's, it's ugly. I mean, it's utilitarian. It's okay. beyond that. It's ugly. Uglitarian. <laughs> and so what dawned on me is, is it's not uncommon in life. In fact, it's true of every instance in life that to get something better, you have to lose the thing that you had before that was holding the place because you can't receive a new thing if you're already holding right. a thing. Yeah. You have to lose the thing. And mm -hmm. sometimes it's far more unpleasant than just burning the hell out of the silicon ring and the mocha pot. Sometimes it's even harder than that. Well, a perfect example of sometimes the cost both literally but also emotionally mm -hmm. is greater. This concept of sometimes you have to let go in order to receive. Mm-hmm. I've talked about on Sword Awesome a number of times that one of the best gifts I've ever received was many years ago. I bought you a Christmas tree, but then it was in the basement when the sewer overflowed. No. That was true also. <laughs> well, that actually did happen. Not this time, but that's no. happened. Now we keep the Christmas tree at a higher level of the basement. <laughs> We keep it out of the, the yeah, poo stew flood zone. The, the no poo zone. <laughs> you guys, it's awesome around here. You only wish you could yeah. be part of this. Yeah. Um, no, but truly, many, many, many years ago when we did not have two dimes to rub together. Well. Barely. Yes. We barely had two dimes to rub together. It was just the two. <laughs> we just had the two. Yeah. We had the two. We had enough to pay rent and not much else. What are you talking about? I'm over here rubbing dimes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you got a bonus at work. Yeah. And in a very... Is it a bonus when you've been underpaid all year? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, yeah. a, that's a trick. The ethics of it is, uh, yeah, you were vastly, <laughs> terribly underpaid. But for we, we, you were in. we received a check. Yeah. And you very, very sacrificially, lovingly went to a jewelry store and bought me a pair of diamond stud earrings because you I spent that check and the damn two dimes we had. Yep, and the rent. No, just yeah. Yeah. almost though. Um, but you were partially evicted. Yeah, you remembered that I had mentioned in passing a long time ago that I always wanted a pair of diamond stud earrings because my mother always had just that was pretty much her only pair. She wore them all the time. It was so meaningful that you remembered that that you spent this entire bonus check, which probably should have gone to, oops, sorry. That was a, that was the sewer backing up. <laughs> yeah. Which should have gone towards other things, but you bought those. It was this very extravagant gift. Okay. So I had those for years, wore them for years, round the clock all the time. And then a couple of years ago. It was pre. It was pre Nico, pre -Nico. but like somewhere in the like pre Nico time range. Yeah. Um, I lost one of them. Mm -hmm. Now, I'd lost one before when the twins were babies, and then it reappeared in a casserole dish in the kitchen cabinet. Right, That's right. another story for another day. But this time, this one was truly, really and truly gone. How'd you lose it? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because it's a personal story. Well, you can dress up the language to make it more receivable. <laughs> I can't. It's too embarrassing. You could say... Hey, it was an aggressive bout of marital wrestling. Don't call it. <laughs> this is getting worse. I wish I would have gone down this I think, path. I think people should know. All right. We have five kids. We have five kids, and we were enjoying some good times <laughs> together. And then I realized that one of my earrings was gone. And we've looked, we looked everywhere yeah. in the bedroom for 
for months afterwards, every time I would vacuum, I would look through all of the, yeah. the stuff in the vacuum. I could not find the one missing earring. And this was the original pair that you had bought me all those years ago. And I was really, really heartbroken over it. Mm-hmm. Because by that point, we were to the point where you could buy me another pair. And it would not have it's been not a the sacrifice. Same. It's not the same. Yeah, it was the, the thing from the original story it's moment like, in our life it'd be like waiting until the 25th to celebrate christmas which is the liturgically correct thing to do well unless you've spoken with the pope as i have but this year you you and i decided you knew that this has been bothering me and it's kind of bothered you i think i am always bothered when you're bothered okay positively or negatively yeah and so this was the year for the replacement pair. Yeah. And these are let's I'm just gonna be honest, these are better than the original ones. Oh, I that hope you so. Bought. It's always the hope that the replacement's better than yes. what was there before. Still very meaningful. And again, because it is the Christmas season, you already have them <laughs> and you're wearing them as we speak. Yes, I am. So don't argue with me. I'm not arguing. I'm just saying that these are I had I through the don't ruin this. You're ruining it. Through the... You're going to give them to the Pope? <laughs> it's probably got all the time. He doesn't wear rings. <laughs> um, through the sadness of losing something that was very meaningful to me, ultimately, then something better came along. Yeah. So. Indeed. Okay. Wait. I have two things left to cover. I have something to cover. You okay. You better not forget it. Okay. Do you want me to do mine now? Yes. So, uh, we are we try to eat clean around here most of the time. And by that, you mean eat the top of the refrigerator clean because that's where we store the potato chips <laughs> well, and all the junk food. Here's the thing. Sugary desserts. Yeah, during holiday weeks and sometimes seasons which but definitely be, which began quite some time ago <laughs> in the lead up to thanksgiving but i while i was gone i knew also um some longtime dear friends of yours were coming into town our children's godparents in fact you they only drink get, all of our booze <laughs> <laughs> we only get to see them every couple of years i wanted to make sure that there was plenty of snacks on hand yeah you did so where did i go well Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's Snack Central, where you can... It is Snack Central. I feel like they've failed to capitalize on their snacky focus. Oh, I feel like they've leaned all the way into it. In fact, they know, Kyle, that people go there for all of their charcuterie needs so much that now this year, and maybe they've had it in the past, this is the first time I've noticed it, they did like a prepackaged charcuterie kit... Yeah, yeah. You don't even have to, like, think or make decisions. You're just like, oh, I'll buy the kit. It had olives, cheeses, salamis. It was delicious. I got that. I got cheeses. All hermetically sealed in their own package. Yes. I got the crackers, the chips. Hey, while I was there, I ran into an awesome. I, I posted this That's in the Hangout right. group. Brought that up. This is not the first time I've run into an awesome at Trader Joe's. It's happened, like, four or five times. I don't know how it always happens. It's that one store. It's the place. But Awesome Elizabeth was so kind and gracious and came up and introduced herself to me and said hello. And um, it was lovely. And This is not a familiar name. Is she a member of Awesome Today? I don't know if she's in Awesome Today, but I do know she's in the Hangout group. How awesome can you be if you're not <laughs> some a member of Awesome Today? Some people don't want one more 
uh, Facebook group. You barely even notice, and the content's so much more awesome. (laughs) Anyway, I ultimately... Yes, Trader Joe's is such a great go-to place. Also, their um, their bed sister, if you will, Aldi, yeah. <laughs> is another place to go with their porch partner <laughs> for all of the snacking. But I wanted to tell you all two things that I picked up this year that I loved so much. I didn't even eat all most of the the snacky stuff. I did. Yeah, you get, weren't here. Yeah, I did get you the elote corn chips oh, that you love so those much. Those are a delight. Yeah, um, they taste. Honestly, not that similar to true elote corn. No. But they're still delicious. But they're still delicious. I got these. The kids that were here didn't even... You're holding a thing. You should clarify that. Yeah. It's the Trader Joe's and the Astounding Multi-Flavor JoJo's. That sounds like a horrible movie series or something. Or a delicious one. As you all may or may not know, JoJo's are the Trader Joe's version of Oreos. And... Every year, of course, famously, they do their peppermint JoJo's, which I did get a box of. And they're fine. You don't like chocolatey mint things, so you don't like that. I do not like it, Sam, I am. But in the multi-flavor JoJo's, you get these JoJo's that have been dipped into things, and they have all the different flavors they have. One selection is our basement. (laughs) They've dipped it into our basement. They have double chocolate, peppermint Vanilla ginger, which you do not like, but Mm -mm. the one that you liked was the... Well, you say that, I was intrigued, because when I, by the time I got to these, the double chocolate was gone, Mm. and I feel like there were only two vanilla gingers left. I don't like them anyway. Um, I'm certainly not going to eat the peppermint, so when I saw peanut butter, I was like, hmm. Yes. And I ate half of one. Yeah. And then, like, forcefully shoved the other half into your face, and you... Out of reflex, we're like, okay, I'll eat it. It's not exactly did you right. like it? I did. Okay. And you noted that the kids had been sleeping on those on how the delicious crumbs. They were. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now I have an unusual combination for you. Okay. I, I'm adventurous when it comes to snacking. I'll try unusual things. For example, nobody likes this. A very few people like this. The combination of dill pickle and peanut butter. Yeah. Which I think is delicious. How do you feel about peanut butter on a hamburger? I've tried that, too, and it's honestly very good. Okay. I haven't tried it. I'm not ruling it out. Okay. So I got the Raisin Rosemary Crisps at Trader Joe's. Now, some people might feel averse to these because of the raisin component. I feel like the raisin is a very small part of the overall flavor and experience, but I like raisins, so maybe... They help move the bowels. biased. I don't know if they do in the crisps form. Maybe. But I feel like a craisin rosemary would be better. That would be very delicious. I feel but like I'm losing my voice. I it's apologize. possible. We're, we're going to have to wrap up pretty soon. Raisin rosemary crisp. And I dipped these in the creamy jalapeno artichoke dip from Trader Joe's. That sounds horrible. It was delicious. It was a little salty. Are you pregnant? No, I'm not. I'm telling Pegernantes? you. Pegernantes? <laughs> not even that. Pegernant. No. The combination of the little bit of sweetness and the crispiness of the crisps, the raisin rosemary crisps, plus the spicy, a little bit of spicy, a little bit of creamy on the jalapeno artichoke dip. Very good. I'm feeling then, really weird about this. Last night before bed, I was like, I'm going to have some more of that. I went to, and got the crisps out. There's still plenty of these oh, left. Oh, somebody ate all the other. The, I no, saw the... Worse, worse than that, Kyle. Somebody ate all except for like a teaspoon of uh, the artichoke jalapeno dip and put it back in the yeah, fridge. We had this. We just had this conversation about whiskey yeah. earlier today because I poured you 
a little stronger glass than you were used to, and you're like, what? Yeah. You can't you can't leave a thimble full of whiskey in a bottle or a less than a serving of a thing. Just That's, finish it. it. Yeah. Just kill it. It sucks to Put want a thing to go grab it and then it, it's not there to be. So it's like it'd be like if you waited until the twenty fifth to celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's liturgically correct, so it depends. Well, on, it depends on how correct you want to it be. It depends on what liturgy you're following. <laughs> Um, also, speaking of Trader Joe's snacks, I say this every time I talk about Trader Joe's hummus, which, <laughs> believe it or not, it's more than once on this show. Yeah. The Trader Joe's Mediterranean-style hummus tastes, to me, very similar to the actual real authentic hummus that I had in Lebanon, and it's my favorite. And when I got home, well, I was delighted to see that nobody even opened the hummus. I didn't. It's like, what are you idiots doing there's trader joe's hummus here nobody even opened it so i indulged in that myself i didn't want to bring this up uh lebanon buys all their hummus from trader joe's <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing oh my lord what's the last thing you want to talk um, about um i've got two songs that i've quite been enjoying for the last week one of the neither one of them are new just things that either i've known about before or stumbled across um, Welcome to the Black Parade by yep. My Chemical Romance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Strong. And it's worth reading a little bit about where they were when they wrote it, what it stands for, some of that. Yes. Pretty, pretty solid song. And then, I guarantee nobody's heard of this, Coffee Cold by Galt McDermott. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it, that one's almost a lo-fi piano. Oh, yeah. Really solid, really good. I in, in fairness, and this is no slam against Mister or Doctor McDermott, whichever he may be. Um, I don't like any of his other stuff. I listened, I checked. It's just this one song, just the one, Coffee Cold. But I really like it. It's good. good. Um, and then this past week, oddly, it's not uncommon for us in conversation to be like, "Ooh, whatever thing you just said, that'd be a good band name." Yeah, we have a list. We, we decided to start recording them. What do you have the list? What are some good band names we've thought of? Oh, I have the list. For and anybody, because somebody out there is looking to start a band. Here's, I want a really A Christmas cl- band. Nope. They're a little late to the start. But. Nope. No. I want to clarify before we share these. These were not like we were sitting around thinking of right. band no, names. Right, no, no. These were things that came up that were said in conversation, and mm-hmm. then we've noted yeah. that would be a good band name. Yeah. Okay. First one being Sexual Shoulders. That's a great I'm going to go watch Sexual Shoulders down at yes, the door. Live. Yeah. Um, Digital Bedfellows. I like that one. I feel like you were talking about Jeffrey Bezos. When yeah, I, I think I that. was. I think I was. Yeah, I can't remember who in reference to. I'm sure he has several Digital Bedfellows. Yeah, I'm sure that's right. Caesar's Thumb. I think you came up with that one. I but I what was I even talking about? I Who don't knows? know. I'm not entirely I sure. I said on somebody was living under Caesar's thumb. I'm guessing possibly. And the last one was inspired by our plumbing adventures. Yes. This is not. This is going to be like a way underground band name. Not many people. No, no, are they be never. Into them. They'll never get popular. Never mainstream because their band name is Coffee Grounds and Feces. Yeah, it's a. It takes a acquired. They're an acquired taste. Yes. Not taste. Not taste. Something. Yes. Um, so that's what we have for this installment. This first episode of the Christmas season? 
Liturgically? No. I hope everywhere right now that the liturgically minded awesomes who are listening are signing a petition Mm -hmm. to have you removed from the Catholic Church. (laughs) Listen, I thought you were going to say from from the Sword Awesome Network, and I was going to say, oh, that's an old petition. That's been around around quite a while now. So far, um, everyone's been ignoring... (laughs) Because this, it's bigger than that. I honestly, people like uh, Governor Gavin Newsom more than they do me. <laughs> you you know what this is, right? Yes, I okay. do. He's a California governor. Yeah. Got recalled. They tried. Got no, no. They tried. They tried to. All the things. Yeah, do the full recall. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm at. Only nobody voted me back in. I just won't leave. It's just because you you cannot say this is the start of the Christmas season. Well, technically, technically, it's not. It was it was yesterday. Friday, well, no, you're right. Yesterday is record as we record. It was Friday of this last week that it began. Secularly, yes. Okay, good. Secularly. <laughs> speaking, we were all in agreement on this. Yes, okay. Thanks. Dr. Alves Borowski, what's a word with you? Listen, he's not a priest or a pope. No, but he does have his doctorate in sacred music, and well, he knows that's how. Fine. Why did we sing works? Jingle Bells today in Mass? We didn't. I'm going oh, to. Oh, my gosh. I was there. I was there. What's something, though, on that topic? Unless you're in a hurry. Are you in a hurry to quit the episode? Have an awesome day, would you? Goodbye? <laughs> what, what's happening here? <laughs> what are you going to say? It depends. Well, you'd pointed out in Mass this morning, um, Alves, and he, is, he did just get his, his doctorate yes. in, in all of this beautiful yes. liturgical music thing. What is it called? Well, I think it's in sacred music. Sacred music. Thank yeah. you. I, I used liturgical because you keep saying that like it means something. I don't <laughs> oh know. Um, Gosh. He's brilliant. He really yes, is. He is. He's an outstanding, outstanding addition to the experience of, of Mass. Mm-hmm. He loves. You can. You, I, I like when you get to know somebody that's passionate about what they do because they're predictable yes. in their passion. Oh, absolutely. And you know, as was evidenced yep. by the beginning of the liturgical season of Christmas I knew that it was here because yes. today we crossed over and we moved into the Latin and out of the English for several of the pieces. I knew before I opened the liturgical aid, mm-hmm. I knew we were moving into the Latin settings for the Sanctus and the Agnus Dei because Alves loves it. And so Advent is a penitential season. Mm-hmm. And during the penitential seasons, he has a very strict I don't want to say protocol. He he follows. Well, it's his protocol. Yeah. And it's he, up to him to pick. So it's all of our protocol. Yes. And so I knew the settings would change to the Latin. I love it. You hate it. I guess and no. I, it grows on me. The reason I originally have hated it is because I don't think in Latin in terms of pronunciations. Yeah. And it makes it difficult to participate. Yeah. Where I'm saying either saying other sounds and mm-hmm. eyes and A's. The vowels are all different. Yeah. Um, and I don't, you know, nobody likes to sound like an idiot, especially in the Christmas mass. Especially in Enneagram 5. But I will say that now, all of these years in, you know what the words are in English, even though we're yeah. singing them in Latin. So doesn't that help you to still kind of have the same experience? No, it's the it's the pronunciation. I have I have a perspective, and this may be completely stupid. I don't care. Okay. It's how I think. Okay. Um, when you sing out loud, whether it's in 
English or Latin or German or whatever you're doing. Hopefully you're not just randomly yelling. German's a really <laughs> aggressive language. You could offend some people um, in the mass or otherwise. Yeah. It's not just for you at right. that point. Yeah, when you are verbalizing and projecting your voice, you are you're entering into a corporate participation. And I feel like out of respect and care for others, that what you present should be as good as you can make it. Yes. It's, it's respect. Just like you'd wear a, a suit to a business meeting. It yes. isn't because you are like, well, listen, I only talk with other people when I wear a suit. That's stupid. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> sorry, I blacked out. Um, you, you do things out of respect for other people. Yeah. And so when you're singing, I feel like you have this obligation to, to make it as good as you can personally make it for the benefit of those who happen to be within earshot. And so if you're mispronouncing stuff and or singing off key, which is a whole nother issue, well, that's not as respectful to the people around you. And so it's important to me as I sing to be pronouncing words, right? To be on tempo, to be on key, even if I don't have a fantastic operatic vibrato or whatever else. Well, you know what the good news is for you? Um, the gospel, plainly. <laughs> Besides the gospel. That's, we know this. That doesn't even require it to be the Christmas season. Besides the gospel. Listen, everyone. <laughs> Here's the good news. <laughs> Besides the gospel, the good news for you is we live in the age of YouTube, and I promise you, don't say a word, I promise you, you can go onto the YouTube and you can look up the... Sanctus and the Unusual. Can you trust it? You can also steal from the church, the liturgical aid, and follow along in there to make sure that it's how we. It doesn't give it. the pronunciation in there. No, it doesn't give the pronunciation, but it has the. And words. I can't read music. <laughs> well, you're screwed. Well, am I though? Good luck. Was I offensive to you today as I sang my Christmas carols in Latin? <laughs> There's no Christmas carols. <laughs> it's Advent. They're Advent hymns. So what am I going to do with you? You're caught up in trying to be right instead of saying whether or not my pronunciation was correct. Your pronunciation was fine. And I think that's an interesting thing. You're self-conscious about it, yeah, but it's totally fine. Well, only because I'm self-conscious about it. You make yourself be correct. Yeah. Well, I work very hard at it. And what I really miss, if I may, is that in years gone by, anytime we've entered into the Latin phase or with a new Latin song... <laughs> This wonderful director of music will come in before the mass starts and do kind of a tutorial yeah. with people, both on the tune, because he knows most people, a lot of people rather. I don't know if it's most or not, but a lot of people can't read music. Yeah. But then certainly that Latin pronunciations aren't the easiest thing, especially for converts. I agree. Which is what it's we are. It's not easy, but. Just oh, you think you're all hot convert stuff? <laughs> Yes, I do, actually. I only used that bad word once in the episode. Yeah, do you get just once an episode? Yeah. yeah. You already spent the, it. The FCC is <laughs> cool with it just once. Yeah, it was it's a slip. It's okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. I got a headache. Let's wrap this up. Oh, is its name Christmas Kyle? Yeah, it is, actually. Okay. That's exactly what its name is, because you will not say it the correct way. Well, so. okay, fine. Have an awesome Christmas today, would you? <laughs> Please do. Bye-bye.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.